Tonight on We Are Something Else. A lot? A lot. Yeah. Welcome to We Are Something Else. That'll be us. Episode 35, gentlemen. Woo! Getting old. <laughs> yeah. Tonight, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's appropriate. That is an appropriate title. Just let the applause kick in. 321, right? We are something else. All right, CB, what's up, brother? Yo, we're in the building. In the building. Yeah. Super fly, super fly, super fly. Yo, what's happening? <sighs> How's you guys week going so far? Excellent. It's going. It's going? It's going. Good. A lot, <laughs> lot to cover, a little bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a little bit of time? There's a lot to cover. <laughs> All right, so where do we start? Got, got a lot to There lot are to so cover. many places we could start. Um, We got the meme up. I can pull the meme up. Pull that, pull that up, and we'll <laughs> we'll just go ahead and start with um, let's start with the Super Bowl mm-hmm. since we're we can get the NFL out the way quick because I don't want to spend any more time talking about Tom Brady than I have to. True. I think I posed this question last week: Is Tom Brady the greatest football player you've ever seen? No, he's not the greatest I've ever seen. He's the most accomplished. Okay, but I mean. The greatest player that I've ever seen play, his name is Barry Sanders. Okay. Speak on it. Like, in my, like, they're the position players, I mean, they're just the, the dominance that they have is just different than a quarterback. Um, like, Barry, I don't know how many offensive linemen over the course of his career he carried to a Pro Bowl. Um, if he, if he ever did, you, like he was the dude and right. other teams, every other team knew they had him and they had Herman Moore. One of those two was getting the ball. Right. <laughs> and so, and Herman Moore, he was a good receiver, but he wasn't like extra special or nothing. So let's just, not forget Rodney Pete. Just load up the box <laughs> against Barry. 
Right. And then next thing you know, he busts one for for sixty out of out of nowhere. Right. It's like it's, he's the he was the most incredible football player that I've ever get, gotten to see. So that like so just from a like a dominating standpoint, from a, a an impression standpoint. Barry Sanders made a much bigger impression on me, and he was much more impressive than watching Tom Brady. Okay. Superfly. Tom Brady, the greatest football player you've ever seen play? I don't I don't know great if greatest. I mean, he's the most accomplished. You know? Yeah. All right. Man, don't give him, don't give, don't give give him, him any that. credit. No. <laughs> you know, what else can you say? Um, Who's the greatest football player you've ever seen play? I might have to go. It's tough to pick one. You know what I mean? Like right. to me, like I like I like the sport and you know the 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 fact that it takes like multiple guys to kind of achieve a lot. So like I would you know probably more so lean on like the Colts and like watching Peyton like orchestrate their offense. Right. Or even like um who else is like really cuz one thing man. I'll say is that Peyton never had anyone jump in and command the offense as well as he did. Like right. Brady got hurt. You had Matt Castle trucking. come in. Right. You had, but uh, they were when still, he was, they were when, still a playoff team. When though. he was suspended, you had Garoppolo come in. Yeah. Like so, what I'm all I'm saying is that, like Tom Brady, his greatness is it's you know, it, you can't it's undebatable. He's when it comes in the football pantheon, you probably have to call him the greatest of all time. But he's not. Can like, you give two of those rings to the kicker, though? I mean, like, he, I would not, like, if we were doing a fantasy draft mm-hmm. and we got to pick out of all the players in in NFL history, I don't know how, like, I, I'm waiting a long while before I'm picking Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, they're, you know. Well, the Patriots did, too. <laughs> everybody did. Right. In real life. Yeah, everybody did. Um, I don't think. Turn the camera to myself. I don't think he – I'm not going to give him the credit as far as being the great – you almost have to, though. Like, I mean – So what, what What determines the greatest? Is it the, the rings right. as far as accomplishments? Because right now he's got the most rings ever. Him and Charles Haley were tied for mm-hmm. – He's got to have the most wins too, right? He's If he doesn't, he's up. He's getting up there. Most – what, Super Bowl wins? No, or just, just wins in like, general. In general, yeah. I thought Favre, Favre had a pretty good record too. Yeah, but I, I yeah. I but would if need we're to talking about deep up. into the mm-hmm. playoff wins, yeah, Brady. Just number of games right. won. On What's also career. wild though is Brady is also on the list for the most Super Bowl losses. Right, right. But he's been to the most. But he's been, been to the most. Right, he's been to the most. So he's been to so many. I don't think. Damn it! I, as much as I hate on him, right? Just because I think because he. He has an arrogance about how he does it, and he he has this whole pretty boy swag. Married to face. married to you know Giselle, his model's got the kids with her, right? And he's forty one, still winning Super Bowls. Yeah, I would say greatness over time. I'll give it yeah. to him. I'm gonna that that Rams team that two thousand nine nine two thousand Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner yeah. greatest Hazard show on team. turf. But they beat them. Remember that? 
I yeah, know, but that was, still, but it was just watching that team. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, to me, yeah. is another example of like greatness, man. Yeah, yeah. I think. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna give Brady is probably the greatest quarterback I've ever seen play the game. I greatest mean, player? No, because I think there are other accomplishments that go into that mm-hmm. as far as what will qualify as a greatest player. Um, greatest player I've ever seen. It's going to have to be – I think there's, there's three. I mean, Barry is definitely – he for what he did with the little bit that he had, it was amazing. Um, Bo Jackson, for what he yeah, did. Yeah, Bo Jackson. Yeah. For what he did yeah. the, to break down Barry's in two sports mm-hmm. and can easily be a Hall of Famer in both sports. I mean, and, if he hadn't had his football career cut short, yeah. dude. And, and Dion. Yeah. I was going to throw Randy Moss in there. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, Randy yeah. Moss is another one. Um, so the way that I will, and Kaleo, the way that you phrase it help get the wheels turning on how I could word this. For Brady, it's to me, it's his consistency over a long period of time. Right. But I think that there are other players who their best, their individual mm-hmm. single game best is way better than Brady's. Right. But Brady can play at such an incredibly high level all the time. How right? about this? And that, you know, that's what contributes to him being the Brady guy. is probably the greatest winner we've ever seen. Yeah. I think and it's when it comes to football, yeah. like the NFL, I think, you know, that's like pretty much undeniable right. at this right. point. Um, did you, you watch the Super Bowl, right? I did, yeah. What, what were your, your thoughts? So I don't have a problem with a defensive battle. Mm-hmm. I was more upset because the outcome I wanted wasn't what I was getting. So the fact that there wasn't a lot of offense, um, but then the team that I wanted to win was just looked like absolute garbage. So I'm just like, damn. They, they got outcoached. They definitely got outcoached. And I'll say this. I don't know if I've ever like left a Super Bowl party early, <laughs> but I left – my parents' house before the two-minute warning to dr- to drive home. Wow. Like, and what's what's weird is me and my brother were talking about it in the lead up to the game. We were thinking we were worried that the Patriots might blow the Rams out. Like we thought it might be one of those games. Right. But then the Rams' defense came to play and kept a minute. But but they they eventually got tired. The the Rams' offense. Uh, what I see online, they were golfful. Is what they were. <laughs> so I, I think. Obviously, the first two first half is always chess match. Okay, mm-hmm. what are you coming with? What's your game plan? Oh, okay, that's what it is. Okay, and at halftime, we're going to change it up. And at halftime, it became obvious that Belichick was going to keep golf on his heels, not let him get comfortable back there, and let the inexperience come. And granted, it's not all his fault because he had two touchdowns that Brandon Cooks dropped. And Although that was two great defensive plays as well. I would definitely say the first one that Cooks dropped, you have to give the majority of the blame to golf. Because I read an article earlier today how and Belichick actually, or one Belichick, it was the Flores, the guy who's now the coach in um, Miami. He was the de facto uh, defensive coordinator for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about that play how earlier in the game, the Rams ran the exact same play. It was Cooks going deep and then Robert Woods cutting across. And 
in the first quarter, they threw it to Woods, and it was incomplete. Right. So you have to think that when you come back to a play like that, it's because you saw something, which was Brandon Cooks running wide open. So you're looking to come back to that for that exact reason, which is what they got, and Goff still missed him. Right. And it's like... That's, that's the... You on the s- keeping him on his heels. The, the inexperience did, and the nerves. Did you realize the Patriots ran the same play four plays in a row <laughs> and it did not get stopped? Yeah. yeah. Like, Wes Welker, again, these... Brady, Julian like, Edelman? Brady, oh, yeah. Same guy. Well, same yeah, guy. exactly. Same, uh, Danny Amendola. Right. Um, yep. What's the guy for the Cowboys? Oh, uh, Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. Brady likes these little little white guys across the middle, but what's the guy's name? Edelman? Edelman. Yeah, okay, yeah. again. Generic white guy, right. number four. But that's his comfort level. That, that guy makes plays across the middle, and I'm like, why don't you? Jump on this guy's ass every time, like. It, but they always had single coverage. On he him. was a quarterback in college. He had one reception in college. He wasn't invited to the combine. Nope. He ended up. And he's actually thrown a couple touchdowns in the league too. He ended up being, I think, a sixth or seventh round pick. The only reason he was on the Patriots' radar was because one of the like Patriots beat writers or something mentioned him to Bill Belichick. Saying he's like, I don't know what position this guy could play in the NFL. Like he's not, he's not like built to be a quarterback in the NFL. But he he's a good football player. And and Belichick brought it up like in his like post game press conference or something about how if it wasn't for that sports writer, Edelman wouldn't even have been on their radar. They would never have even thought of drafting him. Wow, that's crazy how that kind so of stuff works out. So he actually got drafted. He wasn't in the supplemental. No, he he so he wasn't invited to the combine, um, but he did he was and he did end up getting drafted. It was just it was late. a free pick, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Wow. Superfly, did you watch? No. Okay. I figured I just, just <laughs> I mean at least the, I, when I took my been, wife on a date, you know, you you were consistent. Right. You were consistent. Right. But so this right. is what I heard that Super Bowl ratings dropped again. And a lot of it they did was uh they said it was Saints fans that refused to watch. I again. mean and we, today at work the guy who works for Guernsey, shout out to Paul. He's a Saints fan. He's like, I didn't me watch. Me and my whole family didn't watch. I was like, you're the reason why the, the ratings were down. And I don't know if that was, or Adam Levine, Maroon I mean, 5 performing at halftime. I Let's think, talk about that. Let's talk about that. Also, just before mm-hmm. you move on, I also think, though, that if you look at whatever that Super Bowl rating was, it'll still be the highest rating out of anything that is on television that this year. That night? Um, I'm, I'm saying for the year like in general the Super Bowl regardless even if it's down ratings right. is going to be one of the most watched programs right. of the year so I don't know the Puppy Bowl is always kind of <laughs> kind of interesting those are the real players right there exactly it's a dog fight <laughs> dad jokes just sorry. Um, so let's talk halftime um, Maroon 5 I think only by default we we can we can concur to that because obviously the first person they wanted was Jay Z, mm-hmm. and obviously Jay is protesting. Uh, but what I don't get was that Chloe and the two sisters sang "America the Beautiful." Mm-hmm. They're signed to Rock Nation or their Beyonce's group, and they allow. I mean, they sang "America" like obviously they're not protesting, or maybe right. they weren't deterred from doing it. Maybe they be could like, have been looked at as good like, exposure. Go yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking is. But I will say, they got is it a management deal? 
You know what I mean? So it's just like I don't know if they're. they're I mean, they opened up on the on the Run Two tour as well. Mm-hmm. So they could be. I mean, they're with Rock Nation at least. Right. Whatever. Um, I will say, Gladys Knight did kill the. She crushed that yeah. national anthem. Just, I, I couldn't yeah. tell if she was lip syncing. She sold it. Gladys, man. I didn't think. I thought that was she, all her. I thought. But even if she was, like the vocals alone on just the track was dope. Yeah. Like what took them so long to get Gladys Knight to sing um, uh, Star Spangled Banner? But she did. She did a good job. She didn't try to Fergie it. People were she definitely did. getting on her on Twitter though. Gladys. What they say? Uh, for for the fact that she was doing it, like oh, okay. Gladys is out here saying that she hates Colin Kaepernick. I was like, <sighs> God dang, man! Like, can we let the icon just do her thing? Please? Is she from Atlanta? On the midnight no, train to Georgia. Midnight yeah. train. So, I mean, I think they were just trying to get locals. I mean, obviously, Adam Levine is from California. They had Big Boy. Uh, did he do any? What did he do? He, the only one song that he could probably do without uh, Dre. He did. Uh, I like the way you move. Oh. Him and him and Sleepy Brown. Yeah. With a big Sleepy ass. Brown. With a big came ass. Mink fur. Mink coat. Came in on like a like a caddy or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it, it was. It was it was lackluster because me when you think Super Bowl you think okay stadium Maroon Five doesn't have a stadium anthem they don't have a big closer they don't have a Neil da- Sweet Caroline like that to get the whole crowd I don't know why I say Sweet Sweet Caroline out of all the songs in the world <laughs> uh, but they don't have that closer right they close with moves she's like, from Atlanta okay yeah, I figured that yeah they don't have uh they close with moves like Jagger that was probably when they I'm assuming that was their biggest hit. And yeah, it's, a, it's a dance. I mean, yeah. that and sugar, and those. I mean, but it was it was lackluster, right? What do you? And you don't expect Maroon Five to to do much, right? So, but out of de- out of default, they were they were picked. What was the reaction like uh, when he took his shirt off in your in at y'all's crib uh, watching it? Well, I was like, "Oh, daddy, he naked." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, my mom was like, "What? What? Why did he do that?" Because right. <laughs> he, he did it impromptu for the moves like Jagger. Because that's Mick Jagger. But I was like, I was like, I don't know, mom. Like, if I was in his position, I'd be doing the same thing. Exactly. I would have already had my pants on. <laughs> I will say, the dopest. Yeah, some terrible <laughs> For the soul. I will say the dopest part was his Travis Scott ones, and in fact, Travis Scott had on his exclusive sixes. Mm-hmm. Those so Travis dope. Scott performed too. Yeah, yeah, he came in and did um, sick, sicko mode. Yeah, people people were upset about that too, because the no, lead SpongeBob in, also because the lead too. in was SpongeBob, and people wanted the full SpongeBob song, <laughs> but as soon as it was like get ready to hit, sicko mode came on, and yeah. so there were people that were like, ah, we wanted the full SpongeBob exactly. song. Exactly. Golly. But Travis got shout out to Travis with the the great. J exclusives. The sneaks killing it. I think that's all about the Super Bowl. I really care to talk about. Yeah, I mean, whatever. you know, um, moral of the story. Everyone knows that CB wishes he was the one taking his shirt off in front of everybody at the Super Bowl. <laughs> you could have just did it and went stream live during halftime. It's just <laughs> like have, this yeah. is your halftime show. There you you go. know what? Uh, one of the things I did see was um, uh, someone had posted on Instagram some meme where it was like Janet Jackson. Shows one nipple, and she's like uh, slut shamed, and you know shunned cu- from you know the... right, whatever. Adam Levine shows two nipples, 
and they call him a rock star. And I was like, yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And by the way, the, commercial, Free the nip. commercials were horrible, too. I can think of a couple that stood out, but it's, they're ruined now. They, they like, drop all the commercials, like, on YouTube or, like, right. some website, like, the week of the Super Bowl. So they're not, they're, you're not even seeing them for the right. first time right. a lot of the time. And that's lame. Right. Eh, whatever. Like, they're ruining all the shit. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, you know, soon we're going to be having, like, Black Friday shopping in July, you know? Exactly. <laughs> well, that's kind of happening now. I mean, Christmas stuff comes out in September now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But while we're on the subject of Georgia, um, Georgia native, uh, who actually has a, I mean, I haven't listened to his whole album, but we titled the show after his song <laughs> with J. Cole tonight a lot. Uh, 21 Savage was arrested. Um, is he Georgia native? Like, yeah, was his, <laughs> yeah. that's his story, is, and he's sticking to it. Is he? I, I don't even. I, no, thought, I thought he was saying from, he was from the UK. Yeah, he is. Well, that's the whole. That's funny. the whole deal. It, he admitted it though, right? Yeah, he's from okay, the UK. Right. Mm-hmm. But so me and CB were talking this. So for those who don't know, whatever rock you're living under, Twenty One Savage was arre- um, arrested by INS. Uh, ice. 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 Yeah, by ICE. He's being detained by ICE right now. For uh, illegal immig- illegal immigration status, right? Is that what they're calling it? Something like that. But so here's the thing. So he's been claiming he's from Georgia or Atlanta the whole time. Like he's, his his rap career has been taking off, and this guy is really British. When when did he move here? Do you know like how old he was? Uh, he got he? a student visa, right? So he had been eighteen, um, something like that. Seventeen. I don't even know if it was like. How old is he now? Ne- he's necessarily 21? a student visa. <laughs> <laughs> he's a uh, he's in his early 20 you might be like 23 or something like that right so but he moved here for a visa he, earlier for, i think i believe right. it was a student visa anyways it expired you're still in he the country stayed. yeah but the dude while he was here went and got felonies on his record yeah the question is he didn't even finish high school because he like brought a gun to school or something like that and got kicked out so that means a student well how can you be a student visa? he's 26 a student visa before you graduate high school like you can be but you a- can come here on uh, just to go to school and because I, I went to school one of the girls um i went to school with, with uh on a visa from jamaica so okay. she could go here and she actually had to go back to jamaica because it ran out and she wasn't currently going to school she mm-hmm. didn't up her her status or up her visa so anyway his expired he got and i don't know who snake everybody's saying that um Takashi. Takashi snitched on them because they <laughs> they were having they had some kind of uh IG beef at some point. But anyways, but he got the felony, right? The cops didn't catch his status when he got arrested. It's ridiculous. How do you how does that happen? Like guess those systems don't talk to each other in, in Georgia. Uh, or it you just know, wasn't important. When like, it happened was probably before all this. I mean, probably before Trump got in office and all that stuff. I would just think that if you're getting arrested for a felony that they're gonna they're gonna check you regardless. That's what like, I would think, but apparently court, that's probably right? not not the case, which is silly. I, it's so funny. Like I'm I'm on the Twenty One Savage Wikipedia page, um, and definitely didn't read like this last week. <laughs> it goes so it gives his name, which if I say it, like the uh, the furniture and shit might start levitating and stuff <laughs> in the room. Um, but he <laughs> said is a British rapper, songwriter, and record producer. Based in Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. That is so <laughs> funny to me. God but damn. But what, what kills me is everybody is on this whole, you know, they're 
people always want to issue to debate or talk about. And right now online is this free 21, you know, stay strong, bro. You know, they, they want to keep you down. That, that kind of mumbo jumbo crap. <laughs> the dude has a felony on his record. Like they're not just detaining him because they want to and just because, Oh, let's just pick another black guy. That's a rapper. And det- no, this guy has a felony on his record and he's, Illegal and illegally, legally in the country. Right. Now, had he just, and the only reason why he got caught is because he wanted to get his papers right. And they're like, oh, you've been here for a minute. You have a felony on your record? Come with us. Well, did he serve time for the felony? Like, I, I believe so. I mean, whatever it was, he. I'd have to look it up. But didn't, uh, wouldn't it shine? From, shine. From, got uh, deported. Shine got deported like, back to Belize. Like, for the so so the there is, uh, you know, there's precedent here yeah. for something similar. Right. You know? Well, the funny thing is, I don't know, a lot of people know, Slick Rick, mm-hmm. he got into some trouble. I think he had felonies, mm-hmm. but he's still in the country. He was able to, it took him years to get to get clean and get papers again, but he's, he's he may, I don't know if he's a citizen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you get a felony and they let you stay, if you can even, if you can even become a citizen, but he's still here. But Shine, they just shipped him off, shipped him back. Man. Yeah, so I don't know where we go from from here uh, with twenty one. I mean, they said he's on lockdown. Yeah, twenty three hours out of a day. That's lame. Wow. Yeah, isn't that excessive? I mean, I, don't <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, how do they how do they determine this? Because it's not uniform everywhere. It's like, all right, yeah, this dude's been in the country a little bit too long. Twenty three hours of silence. Right. It's like, right. I, I don't know if it, if if it warrants that. I don't know. Yeah. So, speaking while we're staying on the subject of uh, prison, <laughs> uh, Takashi Six Nine. Now the, the writing was on the wall with this guy, like two or three years ago. Charlemagne even put it out there, and, and anybody who probably knew him knew what was going to happen. Charlemagne was the first one on probably record to say, "Hey, dude, you keep living this fast life, you're either going to be dead or you're going to be in jail." And the dude's young. Like when yeah. when old heads try to give young dudes advice, it just goes, "What this old dude talking about?" Right over the head, like pops, please. I'm making millions of like, dollars. I'm above the game right now. You weren't you weren't chilling out when you were my age, getting this money, you right? Know? I make yeah this to to give J Cole some credit here. You know he's telling the young kids, "This money's not gonna last forever," but they mm-hmm. think they they think they it's going to. That's a bull. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So Charlemagne sees it. He was like, "Yo, you got to slow down." Whatever, okay. So then he comes back on The Breakfast Club. He did an interview last year, and he's mm. supposedly, you know, kind of a little more mature than, you know, than what he was before. But yet, at this point, he's facing felony charges, like nine counts, right? Something like that. So he said the biggest thing he was afraid, he wasn't, he wasn't afraid of God, but the biggest thing he was afraid of was jail. <laughs> so come yeah. to find out, he's got like 47 years he could be facing. So, so- what does he do? He do, he does. Singing in the background. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he does what they do best. <sighs> Snitch. Get that auto tune. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I ain't never, I'm, I'm a G. I'm never telling them my boys, yeah. you're going to jail 47. He did it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite uh, meme of those, it was like, it's like, yeah, I'm talking. And then it's like the judge, judge goes, uh, you're looking at 47 years behind bars. <laughs> and then 6 9 is like, I mean, have you ever really like noticed that Twenty One Savage is kind of like British? Like he kind of <laughs> looks British. Exactly. It's like damn. 
He's like, well, he's in the country illegally, and you talking about me getting locked up? <laughs> but then, so this is what I don't get. The dude can't be safe now because he what he was claiming he was a blood, right? And he was yeah. affiliated with all these gang members. I still to this day don't know what Treyway is. I'm trying <laughs> to. I'm, I'm I'm old, so y'all young cats that are watching this, hopefully Noah, tell me what Treyway is. I even tried to look I mean, it up. Apparently, it's supposedly something that he made up, um, but it's it's about a gang. I don't know, but he snitched on everybody. <laughs> and but I'm assuming this dude is gonna get it in jail. You gotta tell me there's, there's probably plenty of bloods locked up, right? Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how so, any of that shit will work out. All right. And let's so let's before we get we get a little sidetracked here. How hard is it to do the right thing and not go to jail? Some of these dudes make it seem like it's super hard. I mean, it's probably upbringing, right? Like mm-hmm. us three. Your parents have probably given you some kind of values and morals. To well, you have parents first. You okay. Know what I'm <laughs> well, even grandparents right. too. Right. right? Even grandparents. It's somebody that took took an effort and took interest in your life, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But even so, is that really what determines you from knowing right from wrong? Well, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna emulate what you see, right? So, mm-hmm. if your role models or the people around you are, you know living that life then you know more more than likely you're going to end up in the same position too many people are trying to keep it real still yeah. that's dave Chappelle's kit yep. keeping, well, keeping it real well, goes it's not wrong. Even keeping it real it's just like that's what i know so like so i've done some um like community outreach doing talking to like kids and um you know distressed neighborhoods and stuff like that when you talk to them and you ask them you know what do you want to be when you grow up they'll say like a police officer a teacher you know Things that they see because mm-hmm. they don't they can't they don't know anybody that is an engineer. Right. Right. An astronaut. Right. Right. They can only see what's around them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And that, that's kind of where it starts at, you know. Right. And now everybody in the hood does beats and they rap. Same 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 difference. But it's just. To me, it's, it's probably just outside looking in. Right. How easy it was for me. To not be locked up right now, right? I mean, I don't, it's it's it, it's also easy to get locked up. Like I, <laughs> right. I did a lot of dumb shit. You right. know what I mean? And, right. and could have easily right. have gotten in that position, but I got lucky. You know? Right. Yeah. And I had a two parent household in the suburbs. Right. Well, know? that's the thing. That didn't too. stop I mean, me from doing dumb shit. Right. Well, right. You got to do dumb shit to to realize. And you're like, damn, that was dumb as hell, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can look back on it knowingly now. Just be like, right. "Wow, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how I made it this far." Yeah. So I mean, I think I think it just it really your your environment, you know, definitely sets your you know where you're gonna end up. Right. And like you you that. see those stories from time to time of you know people who they're like maybe two sets of people brought up in the exact same situation, mm-hmm. and they just respond to these life events just differently but there's no way to really you know like project what that's like how someone's going to react and like from this these stressors that they have i, I um, believe for your eyes only was that is this is that is that right, story right exactly mm-hmm. and you know so there's gonna be people who you know maybe they lose a brother to 
to gang violence or something, and they use that as a way to, you know, grow up and become like a politician or something, and, yeah, I mean, and foster change that way. Whereas some, whereas like maybe their other brother goes and starts gang banging to try to get him back. Like your reaction to those, you know, it, and or do both. You know, right? Like, yeah. Look at Meek, yeah. Meek Mill. Like, True. He's somebody that you know went down the path that Takashi was going on. I mean, he didn't really snitch on anybody, but. You know, locked up a couple of times. Yeah, and for sometimes for dumb shit like mm-hmm. stuff that you know, a, an average person probably wouldn't get locked up for. Right, right. Um, but then has kind of used that to, As, yeah. You know, his platform exactly now is, is way different about than criminal justice reform, yeah. and has you know, so he he made the wrong decisions and was able to kind of correct and you know right. begin to some people grow from it. Help other yeah. people, you know, growth. Yeah. Okay. So, but know, some yeah, people, yeah. you know, get sixty nine tattooed all yeah. over their face. You know, it's it's different. Right. That's just so weird to me. Like when you get those things done, they call those job stoppers in the <laughs> in the job stoppers in, in the workforce. <laughs> if your attorney, if, if would you have an attorney that had a spider web on his neck I and six nine tattooed on his forehead? Like, I am all for tattoos becoming as mainstream as as they can right. you know um but it, yeah there's just still still something to me like because i would never do it right. so like i'm not gonna sit here and say like i dated a girl that had face tattoo right. like I, you know it's i'm not gonna sit here and say that you know someone's not entitled to do what they want well, no, but man. you know just think about it just like a little bit like right. uh one of my boys how permanent right that is. one of my like so one of my boys who um, who has a bunch of tattoos is debating about whether he wants to get his neck tattooed. And he's like, I know that if I go down this path and make this decision, it's going to change my job prospects. I was like, at least how, you're thinking how, about it that how way. How important are your job prospects? That's not, well, I mean, <laughs> but at least you're thinking about that. Right. Because, you know, some of these dudes going out there, if you, you know, just getting shit, whatever. Like, you better hope that you you're gonna be able to get a job somewhere. So here's please. my question. Uh, only attorney I can think of right now, Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran wins the the OJ gets OJ off, right? And then he goes out. Everybody knows who he is now, and he's he's established mm-hmm. even more. And he goes out and get a big ass fucking tattoo on his face. Hey, life and you, but you know he's the best attorney there is for whatever civil rights case, whatever it is that you have. I used Tattoo tear on his. <laughs> I was like, on one side it says the glove don't fit, and on the other side, on the other eyebrow it says you must acquit. Exactly. You know? Are you are you hiring John? Because he, again, he, you know he's good at what he does, right? But he's just got this big ass tattoo on his head. Now. <laughs> are you still hiring him? I mean, if he's a, if he's gonna get me <laughs> off, if I'm facing right. life, yeah, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering like, like, would the judge, <laughs> the judge, be like, Johnny? Now that you got those face tattoos, you know, yeah. you just don't have the same, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. the same mojo, <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, since we're coming up on the NBA trade dead trade deadline, uh, by the time this airs, the trade deadline will have passed. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll be behind, but whatever. <laughs> um, let's talk. We, we talked a little bit about Anthony Davis last week. Mm-hmm. 
and the Lakers uh, in pursuit of wanting to get him. Mm-hmm. So this week, the Lakers, with an unprecedented several, several trade offers to the Pelicans, with one big granddaddy trade offer, they offered pretty much the whole team except LeBron and... I thought I saw Pope. your name on there. Like, <laughs> I think they even put "We are something." Yeah, <laughs> we are something else on the. I'm like, all right, well, I guess we're getting shipped out. Exactly. You know? They put everybody on that list, and that still wasn't good enough for the Pelicans. At this point, you, the Pel, I would, the Pelicans are holding Anthony Davis hostage. They're bitter. It's like a bitter breakup. They just don't want to let go. Like, if I can't have you, nobody else can. Right. And that's the exact same kind of game that they're playing. <laughs> But Lakers offered everybody, literally. They're starting point guard. They're starting shooting guard. They're starting power forward. They're starting small forward. The secondary small forward, secondary power forward. And that was, it still wasn't good enough. They came back and said, we want all those players and two first-round draft picks and two second-round draft picks. And then what did the Lakers do last or two nights ago? Got demolished. Because, yeah. That was, yeah, they got or demolished. Yeah. The Pacers... That was the Pacers who beat yeah, them? Pacers, yeah. By like with, 40 or something? Without 42 without Victor Oladipo. Right. Wow. Like, and, and the Le- Lakers and, with the LeBron. And LeBron was playing. <laughs> so, because I didn't watch the game, I wasn't paying attention to the right. game. And so I'm like, my brother's a huge LeBron fan. I was like, yo, did you see the Lakers lost by 42? And he's like, yo, has LeBron just been sitting? Because we know that he sat against the Warriors mm-hmm. for rest. Like, I was After like, he just got back. I was from like, rest. did he get like re hurt or something? Come to find out, no, LeBron played. How many points they just did got he worked? Uh, I didn't even see the stat so, line. So here's my question: Do you think that because when you, when your name comes up to be traded away and you know that you're trade bait, do you think the the team actually quit on him or their look? The fans were chanting, "LeBron's going to trade you." Yeah, that's hilarious. during the game. What that shit was so funny. <laughs> were they in L.A. or were they in? No, uh, they were in Indiana. Indiana. <sighs> and then and then uh, <laughs> LeBron's going to trade you. And and then uh, I think Lance oh. Stevenson was taking free throws, and instead of chanting that, they were chanting uh, like like not worth it, like you're not worth it, like some crazy <laughs> shit like that. And it, I was like, Yo, this is are you serious? Is a mind, like a the mind troll fuck, games man. are so wild. Exactly. Wow. Well, I mean, so that, but that makes me. Th- do you think the team is just? Oh yeah. Outright quit on them. Um, I think. Uh, for the a lot of these young guys, like they probably ne- they've never dealt with anything like this. Rejection. Before. They've right. only ever been the most beautiful girl at the bar. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's offering them everything. They've been told since they were a little kid that they're the greatest basketball player since Michael Jordan. Yeah. Like all this shit, and now all of a sudden, they went from last year we got this young core, we're gonna take it back to Showtime with these young guys. Then it's like actually LeBron's coming here. So you guys thought that you were going to have, like, your own, like, star power, and now it's muted, and now it's like, ah, well, you guys are Now you're just auditioning. Yeah, now you guys are just pieces for LeBron to turn the Lakers into what LeBron wants. And, like, these kids aren't used to this rejection. After he orchestrated a deal from Cleveland, he was still in Cleveland. He got rid of, like, everybody who had high, for the most part, high contracts. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) Genius. Like... (laughs) So that's that's the thing. I'm not saying LeBron's the best GM, but he's an entertaining one. Right. He is. He will make a lot of players that play with him better, for yeah. sure, because everybody wants to elevate to that level. And he's probably brought a lot out of these young guys that 
they probably didn't know they had, or he brought it out of them a lot faster than it would have been had he not come, right? They were they were an above 500 team before he got hurt, mm-hmm. and they have free-falled, you know, since then. And right. I think that, you know, there's a direct correlation there. LeBron was playing. They were good. Right. LeBron gets hurt. Obviously, you know, the just the way that they're built right now is not enough. Right. And I... I guess you have no choice but to kind of quit him. Now that you know that you're expendable, I mean, the whole team is expendable. Magic Johnson is willing to trade everybody away to get one player that, one, he, he, he's had some health issues, staying healthy, mm-hmm. and like bet he's ready to get rid of everything that you have, a lot of upside for one player. Mm-hmm. Who else is left to play with LeBron after that? I mean, I mean do you, are you up for tanking at this point? And you're like, okay, so we'll go get a lot of free agents next year? Because, you, again, you bet the whole team. I mean, and the three of us are available. <laughs> so all they don't even need us on the court. They just need us to take up bench spots. Right. Right. That's it. I'll wear jersey 18 if it's available. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like next year, okay, the, the other player is better than, I mean, Anthony Davis, yes, is good. He's He'll take up a lot of space. He will be, and at this point, are you really preparing for the future, or you just you want to build a team that could beat any Golden State team that they put out there? They're right? literally because LeBron is what thirty six now, uh, no, thirty four. Like they I'm, need to I'm older win. Than LeBron James. They need to win now. Like that's what they're trying to do. That's why these young dudes. It doesn't matter to them because they're trying to win now. Right. So you get a dude that's in his prime, like AD, now. You try to bring in dudes, you know, this upcoming offseason, like uh, they're talking about possibly Kyrie. They're talking about possibly um, Tatum, Clay Thompson. Clay like Thompson. There, there's going to be a, some dudes available. Magic Johnson said the entire time his goal is to bring in at least two megastars over the first Showtime, two years right? or whatever. Like they're trying to win – now they're not trying to build to win in three years they're trying to win now and that's what lebron's contract is he signed like the three-year deal so they have three years and they're trying to get you know another championship in la right let's be real though is he going anywhere after the three years is up he's going wherever Bronny gets drafted we talked about that (laughs) work that he's gonna prolong his career or sign these short deals to where he can play with his son Mm -hmm. i mean and at that point he Probably won't be the LeBron James we know right now, but he'll be, I mean, he'll still say, hey, I play with my son. Would that be the first father-son yeah. duo on the court? In the NBA? Yeah, Probably. I, so. I can't think of. That's a good I, trivia question. Yeah. Or in any sport. No, I think baseball had. They, you had Ken Griffey, Griffey and Ken Griffey yeah, Sr. Yeah. Um, Were they on the same team? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, football, I don't think so. I mean, I know a lot of um, famous, I know a lot of. Athletes had sons that come back and like how how right. Long's kids are. Yeah, um, funny story. My brother-in-law's uh, like I don't want to say foster mom, but like his is because uh, as maybe many of you guys don't know, my brother-in-law's from South Africa. So his hey. like American family, like the family that he stayed with when like he moved over here. Some, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the story goes that that mom used to babysit the long kids growing up wow, or something like that. Wow. And so like actually when my sister and Quincy got engaged, uh, Chris Long actually sent them 
a video congratulating them on nice. getting engaged. Yo, Chris, he won uh, the Walter Payton Award, right? Mm-hmm. Chris Long is probably, first of all, he played this whole season without a check, right? Yeah, he, he said donated, he donated his all whole that. season to, I don't know what, what cause he donated to, but he he didn't get paid Social at all. Social injustice, with? something like that. It wasn't a flood victim, okay. Because that was, J.J. Uh, Watt did JJ a bunch Watt of that stuff. I'd have, to, I'd have to look it That's up, but I know crazy. that Chris Long has been one of the players at the forefront of like the the equal rights type stuff right. from yeah. you know not Shout being in due to color right you know um oh oh this is my thought process about lebron so it's not a far stretch of saying what katie said about lebron that having a toxic locker room was far off i think that i mean we probably there's, there's a lot of truth to that at this point is you what you what you see and it'd be interesting to see. The trade deadline is tomorrow. The Lakers probably aren't going to make any major moves. Yeah. The team is probably... They made, they've made like one or two small moves yeah. right now, and that's it. Right. It's, and let's, let's do some, some rewinding here. Mm-hmm. The same two teams involved, the Pelicans and the Lakers. Years ago, Chris Paul was going to go to the Lakers for Lamar Odom and some other guys. Yeah, we looked it up Just earlier. to play with Kobe. Just some dudes. Right. The NBA blocked that trade. Had they allowed this trade to go through, that would have been BS. David Stern's a bitch. Exactly. Was Stern? He was you. Yeah. This, was, I think was he was going in his last mm-hmm. year. But yeah. that's that was, crazy. That was definitely him. I you'd never seen. I'd never seen that before. Where like. And then they end up losing Chris Paul for nothing. Yeah. So I'm, I was a Kobe hater though, so I was fine. And you said that was the same GM that they have now, right? I think I think it's the same GM. Come like, check. Uh, Nah, um, GM for Dell Demps from the Pelicans. Pelicans, yeah. Oh, for Pelicans, not yeah. for LA. So if you okay. if you think about it, um, you you have the same teams, but um, what was I was gonna say I lost my train of thought. Oh no, they're gonna end up losing AD for nothing too. Yeah. Because <laughs> again, if they're gonna sit him the rest of the season, they already took him off of the starting right. lineup video. You sit him for the rest of the season. They still own the rights to him next season. Mm-hmm. No one is some. I, I don't still think anybody. Think someone's is, gonna like. I still believe that, so, like, someone's gonna take give the up. risk. Yeah, to yeah. think that he would change his mind and sign a long-term deal. Either that, or it's a team that definitely feels like they can win right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? We're just gonna push all the chips to the center of the table. We have Anthony Davis for a season. We can win a championship. So then it doesn't even matter if he stays because if you win a championship, it's that move is validated. Right. Right. But it, there, there, you know, there, there can't be that many teams that would be able to do that. Right now, but right now. I mean, we saw it with like we, we've seen it before. Like just because players are on like an expiring deal, like Kawhi, like Kawhi, um, Jimmy Butler, like Paul George, trades can be made. Then mm-hmm. you know, it, Paul George ended up after you know talking about going to Lakers. Actually, really liked OKC and decided he would sign there and play with Russ. But, Do you think you that know. it was a lot of pressure to play with LeBron and he just didn't want to live up to that? Because What the, do you mean? Who? Uh, Paul George. Because the the rumor was, I mean, not the rumor, but the, the storyline had been put out there. Paul George goes to the Lakers to play with LeBron. They're going to be an instant one-two duo, right. and they're going to win all these games. I mean, they're kind of the same guy in a way as far as their body type mm-hmm. and their skill set. I just don't think they complement each other well. I mean, I personally just think that Paul probably felt a ton of love 
from the Oklahoma City fans. And re- like, regardless of who's saying it, you've never heard an actual teammate of Russell Westbrook bash him. Like, no. when KD won his MVP, he was like, in between crying about his mom, you know, he was also up there championing, like, championing whatever for Russell Westbrook. Right. Like, talking to him directly. Like, people, he's like, you know, a lot of people give you a lot of crap, whatever. And he stu- stu- stood up for him. So I think that Paul George, just a combination of one, playing with Russ and enjoying that. Mm-hmm. knowing that with him, it, you're going to have a chance. Right. And then the Oklahoma City fans, they seem to be one of those fan bases that if you're in their good graces, they're going to love you. Right, right. Still won't win a championship, but, you know. Right. <sighs> okay. Um, Aldo Porter got traded. He did. That is something that we did not miss Right. in, in the taping of we, the and show. We, and we thought that... We talked earlier at work that mm-hmm. they wouldn't move him this year, that they were just going to let it go. But they ended up moving him. I mean, they yeah. moved him for Jabari Parker, has, if he can stay healthy, has a, a lot of upside. Right. And then who's the other guy? Uh, Bobby Portis. That's who okay. he, he was. He's a the poster child of the NBA. Yeah. I mean, he's 6'11. From, from the wrong side. <laughs> he's 6'11. He's, uh, he's, an, he's an athletic dude. Um, another, another guy that, you know, he's been in the league for four years. Um, is he a point guard? No, he's six eleven. He's like a, uh, I don't know if they have power forward and small forward positions anymore. Okay. But he he's one of those guys. Okay, he's like a he's a probably he, anywhere he from a three like to a five. Think the first move to just a total rebuild. Like, do you think they're gonna just release well or, or, or cut uh, Wall's contract and? So it looked like a salary dump because right. everything I've been listening to the last couple of days were like they're not gonna do it. They're not gonna do it. Then they obviously just did it. Right. They're he only. Was- Two and a half million dollars out from being out of the set, the luxury tax, mm-hmm. which is all they're trying to do. So they probably won't get rid of any of the big dudes. And honestly, with Wall having tore his Achilles, no one's taking that contract off of them anyways, no. and it's guaranteed. So right. he's not going anywhere. Right. And we have seen dudes recently, Boogie Cousins, come back from like an Achilles injury. Uh, but we'll just have to see what's going to happen with John. But one of the things I did hear was that since he's going to be out, now is the time for them to actually just build around Bradley Beal. Right. And yeah, I don't think they. All, I, I don't think he's you think viable staying? coming back. I, I mean, I think Bill. I think you have to because Wall is a player. He's built on speed. Mm-hmm. Like he needs How those. How's that going to change his game? I know someone that really can't shoot a jump shot like that. Right. Like and you know really relies on his athleticism. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't see how you, you know, come back from something like this. Who was the dude who was in Portland before Dame, like, kind of was killing everything? That um, was it, Rudy Gay? Nah. <coughs> uh, oh no. Um. Um. And no. no Marcus no. Aldridge? Nah. No. One of those. Uh, like guard. Yeah. Brandon Roy? Yeah. Oh, Brandon Roy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah He's yeah. like that. You know what I mean? That's what like, I was thinking of, and I said Rudy Gay. Right. But, yeah. like, a dude is just dominating, man. Right. And then, you know, injuries. One just injury kinda... just takes you out. Dude, yeah. Grant Hill. Like, yeah. look at, like, great players. That... But he played, ended up playing for a long time yeah. and he came back. He was able to bounce back. But he was supposed to be the next Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know? I don't think he ever would have been, but yeah. he was. Right. I mean, he went to Duke. So, the yeah. chance, he, exactly. you know, that wouldn't have been allowed. No. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and Steph battled 
struggles. He, he battled ankle injuries yeah. earlier in his career as well. So that, that's why yeah. he. That's why they were able to get KD and not be in the luxury tax because the deal that he had signed was they got him on a huge discount. Right. Because they're like, yo, his his ankles are gonna fall off. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. And now he's the greatest shooter that's ever lived. I'm interested to see where the Wizards ain't gonna I mean, their best shot was a couple of years ago. And it's gonna be tough. Uh Wall and Beal is supposed to be one of the best backcourts, but it just doesn't seem like they're they they do not connect anymore. Um you probably you They've you, never had that like viable third player. Right. Like Otto was supposed to be the guy. Right. That's why Otto's expendable because mm-hmm. he signed that guarantee was it one twenty? I mean it was a max deal. Max Whatever deal. Wh- whichever and max deal he qualified for, that's what he got. I mean and they had to, they had to dump that. Mm-hmm. Uh Beal is probably the next piece if they decide to go. He'd be the next piece to go because you could probably get some good pieces for him if they decide they need that. But I think that because Wall yeah. is out now that it's it's his team now. Yeah. He's an all star again. Like he's been balling this year. Just the rest of the team is a bunch of nobodies. Right. I know. I would try to trade him to try to get some value though. Like get some, yeah. get some picks, man. Because this is it's a wrap. I, I mean, I definitely, I definitely understand that point of view mm-hmm. as a Wizards fan. I know that if they trade him away, there is then no reason for me to ever attend another game. <laughs> right. Because they got they have there's anybody, no yeah. one on the no one on the team where everybody watching. leaves exactly. DC. Right. Except Ovi. And he brought a championship here. So yeah. I mean, John Wall is like part of the reason why I feel so bad for him is he has embraced DC. Like, right. you know, it's so it's one of those things that like he gets a lot of uh flack from the media I, w- I would say dc's not new york or anything but it's it's not a it's not an easy sports town but you know the wizards they after the highs that we were on in like the mid-2000s when they had gilbert arenas karam mm-hmm. butler like antoine jameson when those dudes were balling after all that shit fell apart the wizards were so bad and it wasn't until john like turned into the like superstar that he had become that the wizards you know all of a sudden we're talking about oh can we make a run to the eastern conference finals and stuff like we had been over the last like that team with paul pierce actually was was a nice team dude i was out at sakura the night where he almost he he was like late on a three that would have tied the game Mm -hmm. and sent it to overtime or something or double overtime And I was getting the updates on my phone, and I, I started going nuts, and then they corrected it and said that uh, the basket didn't count, and I was so yeah. dejected. I was like, oh. <laughs> did, you call, did you call backboard? No, I called game. <laughs> <laughs> the truth. Yeah. John Wall, uh, he called him Mr. Glass. That's pretty bad. But, I mean, the guy can't stay healthy. He's almost like Gilbert 2.0 Yeah. at this point. But it's probably good. Just sit sit down. He said he tore his Achilles how they they said they discovered it with it by the infection, right? And his they were going in, in yeah, they're going into like it was like a cleanup procedure for an infection from his left heel that he had had surgery on, and then they found the Achilles was like partially ruptured, partially torn, whatever. And um, so they were saying that like he didn't feel a pop or anything like most people feel when they they bust their Achilles. He just felt. A little bit more discomfort. It's like, damn. Like, okay. 
We are something else. Sheesh. <laughs> That's what I thought I Um All right. Uh, did you pull a meme up? Let's do that. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's, try, let's try to. Superfly, I don't think you've seen this. Um, so CB, we, 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 can, uh, repost, we can post it on our Insta story. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, for everyone listening at home, we uh, we have a picture. This is a it's a screenshot from this yeah. Facebook group Let's that's called that. Rate My Plate. All right, and so on, uh, this is struggle plate bacon egg bacon eggs and beans posted by Carol C. So think about in your mind what bacon eggs and beans are supposed to look like on a plate, and then you have to see. What actually was put on the plate. Show it, show it to the camera real quick since we're going to... And then you got to scroll this. through these comments because these comments so let's get... are hilarious. Like, they're absolutely hilarious. And just go ahead and read... Oh, man. <laughs> Superfly, read the comments off. Yeah, just read a couple of those comments. Oh, man. Uh, So go back to it. Go back to the picture and then just scroll. Okay. I can't... Yeah, I uh, left. Comment. On the picture, yeah. I got you. Right. <laughs> what did you use to flip the eggs over with, Carol? A whisk? <laughs> <laughs> what did you cook that in, Carol? The fucking tumble dryer? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones. Right. How have you cooked that bacon on a radiator? <laughs> Fuck me, Carol. A good vet would have that pig back on his feet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's wild. Like, What? <laughs> Oh man, how do you like your eggs? Poached, scrambled, or fried? Yes, please. <laughs> it's like that bacon, it actually just looks like pieces of ham. Yeah, exactly. It looks like uh, like shaved ham. Doesn't even right. like it's cooked all the way. No. Pancetta or something like that. Yeah. Like, uh, like prosciutto, prosciutto or something. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was looking for. And these eggs, like, it looks like the the the, the egg whites. Are overcoming the yolks and the yolks have not been cooked at all. Right, like it looks so. I don't even know how they want to know how she did it. Like, <laughs> and and then two thirds of the plate is these beans. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And what kills me even more is that the woman's name is Carol. Yeah. Like, there are it, certain names. Like when you're making a joke about someone who can't cook, they're associated with like <laughs> Carol. Karen. Karen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like any of these names, man. Like it, it made me go back earlier today and watch the, the Chadwick Boseman Black Jeopardy. <laughs> With T'Challa. Raisins exactly. like, in a potato salad. Potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go back and watch that because like as soon as I saw this, that's the first thing that popped to my mind. And I and that that's a classic SNL bit right there. Right. So it's like, oh yeah. That shit's right. good. We'll re- we'll repost it on the IG. Yeah, we'll get it up there. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's we are something else <laughs> on all platforms. <laughs> on all platforms, that's W E R S U M T H I N E L S E on all those good platforms. Yep. Uh, Superfly, we still have the aux, right? But, yeah, it's still there. But, we're, but you know, <laughs> this this is our year to put stuff on it. We're gonna get yeah. stuff there. We got a lot of ideas, mm-hmm. and we're gonna we're gonna make it happen. Um, for the soul. Oh, I don't even know where the where the track is. <laughs> For the soul. Whatever. Uh, 
Um, for those who don't know, we have a YouTube page, and we're starting to put out unboxings um, on YouTube because we need to put yeah. some video content up there, not just yeah. audio, and just to spruce up our YouTube page a little bit. So make sure you check it out. We did a uh, we posted one a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, CB unboxed some some nice Yeezys. Yeah, those uh, three fifty statics. There it is. Hey, 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 hey. For the soul. Yeah, CB posted some, some dope, uh, some uh, dope statics, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was, and uh, I'll, I think I told the story, but I bought those shoes like late one night. I got an alert on my phone that there had been a restock, and so I jumped online, was able to cop them, and then I dreamt that night that I was wearing them. And they weren't as comfortable as the other pair of Yeezys that I have, which are the exact, it's just a different colorway, but this is the exact same shoe. Mm-hmm. So I was very happy to find out that when I actually got the shoes, that they were just as comfortable right. as the yes. other ones. Um, we went live a couple times this week so we far. Did. Yeah. And we, we did some unboxings. Uh, you got some wins. Yeah, we got some, got some ones in. We got some, uh, also got some... We'll post yeah. some, some nice Black History Month. Yep. Uh, what are you wearing tonight, CB? Let's just let's get a little bit of that right now. Oh, I uh, I, th- I may have worn these here before. I got my uh, Vapor Max 97s on. Okay. The uh, the Japan colorway, so that means they got the black and silver upper with the neon green Vapor Max sole. Nice. So. Okay. Yeah. I'm wearing my uh, Asics, uh, my running shoes because I worked out today. Yeah. Yeah. Superfly. Consistent. You know, I, do, yeah. I do rock with those um, those new those Jordan 33s, the silver ones. Oh, the All Stars. Yeah, those joints slick. Those are dope. I I might have to they out there. Cop those. The 33 in general is a, it's a dope shoe. A dope yeah. shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, laceless. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I they they knocked it out of the park with the 33s. I think like. Especially with some of the colorways. Yeah. Like, yeah. Travis Scott's you, got his own 33. Yeah. Have you... Because you got two pairs. Yeah. You got two pairs. Got the whites and the blacks. Have uh, Have you broke those out yet? No. Weather hasn't been permitting for me to do that, but... Very true. We will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Mm, it's about that time. That's it. Episode 35. Success. Yeah. I think we talked about a lot. There was a lot to talk about. There was a lot. Still a lot to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, trying to get this YouTube page up mm-hmm. and, and running. We got a lot of good clips tonight. Hopefully, we'll upload those soon. Pending trip to uh, Colorado. Exactly. We really need to get there. Yeah. Sooner than later. Yeah. Working on the details. Exactly. All right, guys. As we are something else. We are something else.